All right, you guys, the third time is the charm <laughs> for recording this. So welcome back to the Thriving Thyroid Podcast, where we are talking about working with the body in the right order. And today we're actually kicking off a like little mini series where we're diving into all things like hormone balancing, working with the body in the right order, how to do it, when to do it, what you, what signs and symptoms and things you should be looking for. You, you guys, I'm so excited <laughs> for this. Um, at the time of recording, the ebook that goes with it is not ready yet. However, it might be. So if it is, check the show notes and you guys can pick it up there. It is a, there is a small fee associated with it, but let me tell you, this book is packed full of everything you need to know and going more in depth than what we're getting into on some of these podcast episodes. So, <laughs> and like really these podcast episodes go, are going to go hand in hand with this ebook. Um, I am a visual person, so there's going to be pictures and diagrams and all the things that you guys need to know. So if it's not ready for this episode, <laughs> Head over to the show notes and it will be probably by the time that I post it and I will update all of the links and everything ASAP. Okay, so let's talk about working with the body in the right order. And I apologize, you guys. I kind of think <laughs> this episode is going to be a little more geeky than what I try to do because only because I want you guys to start to put your head around some of these concepts. And especially if you are anything like me, where <laughs> you feel like you're doing all of the right things, right? I, every morning I spray myself with magnesium and um, like under my armpits and on my belly, it's like a magnesium water lotion thing to help with my magnesium levels. I do castor oil packs a couple week, a couple times a week. I sleep seven to nine hours a night. Um, I take a nap if I need to. <laughs> I have daily bowel movements. I eat a lot of fiber-rich foods. I'm, I'm not perfect at this. I need to increase my protein, but that is like my, my focal point for my health for 2024. <laughs> um, because that is something that I know I struggle with. And anyways, so like other than that, I drink enough water. I will drink herbal teas. I am not on any medication. If I do need, like if I do get sick or, you know, need something for a headache or whatever, like I typically go to essential oils or homeopathy. Um, first, right? Before taking any medication. So, and, um, we raise our own animal products. I make food from home. Like maybe we go out to eat twice a month. Like if that, cause having a big family, it's super expensive. And so it's like, uh, our, the food I make at home is way better than this and it's way cheaper. So generally speaking, I make very good choices in regards to my health, but there are times where I'm like, I feel like I'm spinning my wheels. I feel like I'm like banging my head against the wall and I'm just not moving forward. And 
if I go back to what I'm going to be talking to you about today, <laughs> I can find gaps in this portion alone. <laughs> um, and so we're going to dive into this and I'm going to, along the way, share something like really nerdy and geeky and then I'm going to tell like a story or give an example or something like that so that if you don't understand the geeky part, <laughs> that's okay. Um, I do. And if you are ready for that, then great. Because I do have like practitioners and other people who maybe are ready for that kind of stuff um, who listen to the podcast. So wherever you're at in your journey, that's totally fine. So a, a big part of what I do is mineral balancing. And a big, <laughs> I came to this testing because I believe so much in what it does. So a little bit of background about me. When I read through like scripture and whatever, I feel like there's a pretty good idea of like eat fruits and veggies and meat. And, you know, I, I really do strive <laughs> to live in the world, but also to do my best to eat whole foods, right? Um, I cook a lot. We raise a lot of our own food. Um, I'm not, I'm not currently gardening, but that is also <laughs> a big goal of mine this year is to get back into gardening. When I started my online business in 2019, things just blew up very rapidly and I I haven't been able to garden the way that I was previously. But I used to grow so much food that I was like giving it away to neighbors because I, I just couldn't eat it fast enough, preserve it fast enough. Like there was just so much food. And I really missed that. That was like a really good form of therapy <laughs> for me. And so my belief is Food is foundational to what we should be doing, right? If our nutrition isn't, I don't even want to say perfect because mine for sure isn't perfect, but if our nutrition isn't lining up with our goals, then it's going to be really, really hard for us to maintain. And so I am all about small, simple, sustainable behavioral changes so that we can get to be where we want. And matching up our expectations with where we really are and what is possible for us. So let me give you an example of that. I have two kids that can that are now playing. We, we changed from all, some of the other things that we were doing now into um, competitive softball. I have two kids that have just fallen in love with softball. And softball season basically runs from September <laughs> till December. Um, and then we have a little bit of a break and then we get back into it in January, February time. And when we have nights and weekends and tournaments and all of the things, it is extremely, extremely easy for me to not be prepared because I'm like, okay, we get home from school and then essentially we're turning right back around, getting in the car and going to a practice or whatever. And we're also trying to fit in baths and um, homework and family time and all of the different things that come with being a family. And 
it was really easy to be like, oh my gosh, I didn't plan anything for dinner. What are we going to do? Okay, we're going to go pick up whatever food. And my husband and I don't do a lot of fast food. So then we're spending (laughs) um, a lot of money (laughs) at like Chipotle. And like, I don't want to say... I guess Chipotle is kind of like a fast food, but um, not like McDonald's, Burger King, that kind of thing. Like we try to go a little bit above that (laughs) and you pay for that, right? Like, and so we're just spending money on this and I'm like, oh my gosh, and I'm wasting food. I'm throwing stuff out anyways. And so I've had to change and adapt our lifestyle recently to match up with the importance that we have on nutrition and also being budget friendly, right? And not wasting food and all the things. So what I have started doing is about every two weeks, I go buy ingredients and I make 14 to 21 uh, freezer meals. And I spend about three, four hours on a weekend um, or during, you know, whenever, (laughs) honestly, whenever it kind of fits into our schedule so that in, in the, on those days, I can pull something out of the freezer and do a crock pot meal. I can like, I'm a little bit more prepared in terms of like having whole foods for my family. And we have fallen in love with just different dishes that I don't normally make (laughs) um, or aren't in our normal rotation of things. So that's been super fun. Um, We've tried new things. And let me tell you guys, it is so peaceful and reassuring when dinner time comes around and I'm like, I get to just sit down and be with my family. Like literally the whole meal is made. Here's plates. You know, I might have to cut up a few things and put it on top or, you know, maybe some rice and put the meat on top or whatever, but it's so much more relaxed (laughs) and I am able to engage with my family, which is the goal for me. And we have yummy, delicious food. So it's like a win, 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 win across the board for me and my family to have made that lifestyle change. And again, it's like, it's, it's always a work in progress. Okay. But let's get into the heart and soul of today, which is mineral balancing and specifically talking about calcium and magnesium. And this is our blood sugar balance. This is what helps to stabilize blood sugar um, for the body. And I'm trying to figure out the direction that I want to go with this so that you guys can really understand um, how this all all comes together. Um, Because mineral balancing for the body is really, really important. Um, and like I was saying earlier, the, I have come to this because I truly, truly believe that food is central and we need to make sure that food is being utilized, absorbed, um, properly inside of the body. And we don't necessarily find that information through blood work. Blood work is a snapshot of what is happening that moment in time versus what is happening over a longer period of time. And that's what we get with the HTMAs is we get information from the last two to three months so that we can say, okay, hey, this is like really what's happening inside of our body to give us a greater understanding of 
of what is happening, right? And and the steps that we need to take in a very specific order. So calcium is required for the release of insulin from the pancreas and magnesium is necessary for both actions of releasing and manufacturing insulin inside of the body. Okay. So again, this is like general information. This is just typically what I see (laughs) with our clients um, that we work with or that I work with. So copper toxicity can be an underlying issue that comes up and we will for sure do <laughs> do a an episode on like copper and the intricate parts of how that affects everybody. But if calcium magnesium ratio, if it is an imbalanced, right, then there is emotional stress that is present and that should be addressed in the lifestyle actions for the people, right? So what this means is if there is emotional stress, even the perception of stress and things like that, then no matter what you're doing for like to bring magnesium levels up or to cut out sugar or whatever, it's going to be really, really hard. And you're going to go back to the sugar. You're going to go back to the like hypoglycemia. Like you're going to go back to carbs. Like there's unfortunately just not a way around it. Um, because physiologically, meaning stuff happening inside of your body is it's going to, basically make you give in. And this is why I tell everybody, I'm like, you can do all of the right things. You can try your very best, but sometimes there's something inside of you that is keeping your body stuck. Okay. So when we have low, well, actually, let me go back here. So there are certain ratios that we, that I am looking for, um, between, calcium and magnesium. So if it's greater than 15 to one, uh, calcium being 15, uh, one being magnesium or less than 2.5 to one, then that's when we see emotional stress being present in a person's life. Okay. So then if we go down and we start breaking down these different things, if the ratio is above 12, you most likely have diabetes. If it's above 10, then you're probably having some um, hypoglycemia type symptoms. And if you're on the low side, you're insulin resistant and and eventually will be also diabetic, (laughs) right? So if the ratio is above 16 to 1, that's when... I'm like, all right, it is time. <laughs> it is time to address the the emotional stress aspect. And I have my HTMA, my most recent one here. And I don't have the one that I did. When did I do my last one? I don't remember. So this last one that I did was in December. Um, and... I have really been working on my stress levels, (laughs) y'all. 
anytime you have a new baby, it can always impact stress, right? Now we went from a family of five to a family of six with a new baby and nursing and all of the things, right? So I've really been focusing on my stress, stress levels. I was at 14 for my ratio between calcium and magnesium earlier last year. I think it was like March that I tested. Um, and it is now down to a nine. So it is like the low end of the nines. Um, 6.6 is ideal. So I'm, I'm getting closer. (laughs) I'm getting closer to the ideal, um, for my calcium to magnesium ratio. However, there's also other things that we need to take into consideration here. So when we have low levels of calcium, okay, when calcium is low, then it will raise that sodium and potassium level inside of our body, which will leave you feeling stressed out. It will impact your adrenal health and it will also lead to, so, um, did I say calcium is low? Yes, calcium is low. So when that happens, other toxic elements like lead and cadmium will displace calcium, meaning those toxic elements will come in and take its place of calcium. So I had what it, last year, what was categorized as a calcium shell. And when you have a calcium shell, emotionally, you're dealing with feeling like you're living behind a block wall. And I would say you're feeling very alone, very isolated. Um, you don't feel connected. And I would say that that was probably very true for me, being that I was dealing with postpartum depression. Right. So there was there's this element of postpartum depression and not having enough calcium, magnesium, you know, all the different things um, that were all kind of coming together. And I was like, I don't feel like myself. Right. Like I just I knew that I didn't feel like myself um, for a lot of different reasons. There was a lot of like emotional stuff that I was working through with this baby Um and so I, I definitely felt, <laughs> I definitely felt that, right? And so again, this is where for a lot of my clients, I'm like, you may be responding emotionally to things physically happening inside of your body. So I really started to work on a couple things to help with not only my um, like blood sugar, but also that emotional aspect, because when we're feeling isolated, we can turn to numbing type behaviors, whether it's binge watching TV, scrolling social media, um, you know, just withdrawing or isolating yourself from certain situations and um, like uh, certain situations like social engagement because you just don't feel connected. And that's going to put more stress on you. So when I'm looking at HTMAs, there's something called a double inversion. And this is present when that adrenal exhaustion is suspected for a person. And 
the first priority, this is where working with the body in the right order is really critical. So the first priority for this is to correct that sodium to potassium ratio, meaning we're helping to support the adrenal glands. We're helping to support cortisol levels because if cortisol is too high or too low, it will steal other hormones inside of the body, sex hormones specifically. So years ago after baby number three, I <laughs> I went into the doctor, endocrinologist, whatever. Um, they tested all my levels. My cortisol was at 0.02. Okay. The low end that it should ever be at was 0.2. I was in extreme exhaustion, adrenal, uh, adrenaline. No, <laughs> well, my adrenaline was pumping, I'm sure, but the extreme adrenal exhaustion. I was struggling to sleep. I was struggling with inflammation. My body, we need cortisol. So there's this like bad rap happening with cortisol where it's like cortisol makes you have belly fat. It makes you fat. Yes, that can be true. However, if you don't have enough cortisol, Cortisol is also an anti-inflammatory. And during that period of time, I was working out all the time. I was trying to like be healthy. I was having the belly fat. I was, I kept gaining weight and gaining weight. And I was so frustrated because my body hurt. It took me so long to recover from any kind of workout or anything, which made me not want to do it. But then I was like, well, I have to do it to lose weight. And I was stuck on this cycle. Okay. And again, that's why turning to this valuable testing really helped me understand what was happening inside my body and learn how to work with my body in the right order. Now, something to understand and the reason I bring up seven, eight years ago to like after this baby is our body goes through different nutritional needs, okay? We're going to go through different phases. This is why I tell people you're always going to find something with these tests, right? You're, you're always going to. But that's why HTMAs are not only valuable, but they're also really super affordable and can give you just good direction with understanding how everything is playing together. So um, I was definitely <laughs> years ago in that adrenal exhaustion. I was burnt out, burning the candle at both ends. Um, and I was noticing some of those things, some same things happening uh, earlier last year. And so I started doing a couple things. So first and foremost, I have to manage stress. Okay. And this is why if I were to come in for myself and do a detox, right, and try to pull out all the toxins on my body and whatever, it wouldn't have lasted long because it would have put too much stress on my body and I wouldn't have been able to handle that. It would have put me further into the adrenal exhaustion. Um, so when we are looking at, so to kind of switch gears, when we are looking at a deficiency in magnesium relative to calcium, this may allow for calcium to... Um, precipitate out of the solution, which can contribute to calcium deposits 
into the urinary tract and the gallbladder. So over an extended period of time, magnesium deficiencies and high calcium can be correlated with a tendency towards kidney and gallstones. I would say probably 50 to 60% of my clients that I work with inside the Hansen Method have had gallstones and or gallbladder attack and ended up with their gallbladder removed because of this very, very critical ratio. Um, so normal calcium to magnesium ratios. So when calcium and sodium are extra um, cellular elements and magnesium and potassium, hold on, let me say that a little bit different. So calcium and sodium are outside elements. They, they kind of sit around your cell in your body and magnesium and potassium are internal elements. So they go into the cells of the body. So we're looking for a delicate balance between essentially the four minerals. What is happening inside of the cell and what is happening outside of the cell? When we have enough potassium inside of the cell and the magnesium inside of the cell, our body is able to relax. Those minerals are very relaxing and opening and they allow um, thyroid medication, thyroid hormone in and out of the cells. And every single cell in the body is dependent upon thyroid medication. So if those are too low, then and calcium and sodium are too high, calcium and sodium are contracting. They close everybody off. They are, um, they like go on the defense, right? Like I think of, um, like a, a bomb shelter, right? Like they just kind of shrink everything down and isolate everything and, and tighten down and, and put everything in this little box. You can't see my hands, (laughs) but I'm like contracting my hands together. And that is good to a certain extent, but there's also things that we need to, to have inside of the cells. And what I see happen is when we're under stress and even you guys, I keep saying this, even the perception of stress, like there doesn't have to be a death in the family, a divorce, something catastrophic for you to feel stressed. Okay. This could just be an everyday stress that you're feeling. Um, so we, when I'm first start working with somebody, we're looking at those four minerals. I'm looking at your stress levels and I'm looking at, um, your blood sugar. I'm looking at how all of these ratios are coming together to help you get a better understanding of what you're feeling like. Um, I just did another, a retest on a client of mine who is this poor, poor lady. (laughs) Um, very stressed out. She has multiple kids that are special needs and she's having a hard time being able to find the time to take care of herself. And so we're really working on these very small, simple, sustainable lifestyle things that can help her get out of that fight or flight response so that she can start to calm her body down so that she can deal with the stresses, the everyday stresses of having multiple kids who are special needs. Because if you have kids with special needs, 
there's a lot that goes into it, right? There's a lot that goes into it. Not I, I don't have a kid of, with special needs, but um, we have family members who are, and I am at least around it, and I can, I can see <laughs> how even simple things, right? Like some of them can't get food for themselves. Some of them can't shower by themselves. Like, and that's a really big thing because you are the caregiver and you are having to do that for that person, right? So, um, and that can, (laughs) that can take a toll on somebody. So, um, calcium, Okay, moving on. Let's move on. Um, So calcium in the shells. So magnesium is required to keep calcium in in the the cells of the body in the solution. When calcium and magnesium ratio is imbalanced, this may also impact um, magnesium deficiencies and give you a tendency towards calcium being held in the tissues, causing bone spurs, arthritic changes, um, calcification of arteries, calcium stone formations in the form of like uh, kidney and gallbladder stuff. So a couple things to know about magnesium. When we are under stress, we use up more magnesium. And as women, when we are pregnant, when we are nursing, and while we are on our cycle, we use up more magnesium. (laughs) Um, And we are not getting enough to deal with everyday demands of everything that we have going on, on top of having babies, um, nursing, having a menstrual cycle, all of that. And, oh, there was something else I was going to say. I don't remember. Maybe it'll come back to me. Okay. When, oh, I know. And certain medications will also cause deficiency in magnesium. It will while we're trying to fix one area, another area is kind of getting the boot, right? So this is why we have to look at the body as an entire ecosystem. Okay. So when we also have issues with calcium and magnesium, and let me tell you guys, like this is literally on every single HTMA that I've done, especially with my clients with thyroid. Um, but there is, we have issues with that, with sugar and carbohydrates. Okay. So I see a lot of people with hypoglycemic, um, type ranges when they first start. So they're like, if they go too long, they're craving food, they're irritable, they're moody. They're like, they need something to snack on or after they end a meal, they like end their dinner. They need you know, chocolate, right? (laughs) Like those are some, um, general things that happen with hypo being hypoglycemic or falling into that spectrum of that. And that will also lead into, I think that's actually all that I wanted to say. Um, so we really need to work on that ratio. Okay. When the ratio is imbalanced, we can see um, those emotional difficulties, right? And we can see that people aren't really aware or truthful about the carbohydrates that they consume um, because carbohydrates are hidden 
in prepared foods and prepared packages um, in the form of sugars and fructose and other things. And so you may not necessarily know and understand how many carbs you are eating. You just know that you really like this thing or this thing is really simple and easy um, for you to eat. So let me see if there's anything else from my like bullet points that I think is really important. Okay. So when we are dealing with this, there's a couple things that can also happen when we're having, um, issues with blood sugar balance, right? So yes, the emotional part, but two, it's going to impact stress levels and it's going to impact how our body is dealing with the stress. So we can go into what is called a catabolic state, which will increase cellular death and it will require more magnesium for the body. Okay. So this can be where recovery is really, really difficult. You work out and you're like, man, I'm sore for like 10 days. Okay. Maybe not 10 days, but you're, you feel, you're like, why am I so sore? Right. Um, it's because of the stress levels and your body not able to put on the muscle or you're working out consistently and you're like, why am I not getting tighter toner, like more fit? <laughs> um, again, that goes into the stress levels of all of this. And there are some things that can be antagonistic towards each other. So we're not going to go into all of that today because I don't want to create any fear around what you're doing. I want to focus on like more of the positives so that even if you don't have this, you can still benefit from um, today's conversation, right? So big things that I would recommend is working with stress levels. Sometimes that means just finding meditative type stuff. So for that client that I was sharing with you who is dealing with multiple uh, special needs people, I'm like, you have to find something for yourself, whether that is coloring, yoga, a bath time, um, you know, something because you're working full time, you're taking care of kids, you're getting called out of work to go take care of kids because schools, you know, aren't equipped to deal with some of these things. And then you're coming home and you're having to make dinner, cook, clean, take care of these kids, you know, all of these other things. I'm like, what is there for you? What is there for you? And so we are working on simple things, like even coloring. I'm like, hey, your kids can color with you. It doesn't have to be, I need to go be alone and be isolated. (laughs) It's finding um, therapeutic type behaviors that help take the stress off of the body instead of going and sitting down and watching TV where we're we're still overstimulated, right? Um, So journaling, I don't even remember um, the list of stuff that I gave her, but I I do remember journaling, um, journaling, coloring, yoga, bath times, All of those things can, reading books, like those types of things can be really, really beneficial. Um, So some of the things that you want to do outside of managing stress (laughs) is, of course, looking at um, 
dietary things. How is your body processing food? Now, there is what we call oxidation rates or oxidation types, aka metabolic um, rates. We have slow and fast. And then there are subcategories in, in both of those. Fast one, two, three, four. Slow one, two, three, four. The larger the number, the more out of balance you are. Okay. Um, and so we want to know what that metabolic rate is or that oxidative rate is. So we also know what foods best support you. So when, for example, if we're working, if you notice that like you're not tolerating carbs very well, um, you're not having good digestion and things, there are certain supplements like magnesium, B6, and taurine who that can be very, very helpful uh, to help improve that calcium to magnesium ratio. Um, that's just generally speaking, please know that like there are other supplements that I sometimes use more frequently. I'm just not sharing those because <laughs> this is for educational purposes. Um, magnesium, as we know, is very calming and relaxing. B6 is very calming and relaxing and it works in tandem with magnesium. Um, it's also really, really beneficial for people who may have the MTHFR gene, uh, which if you have thyroid, there's a high chance, a high possibility that you do. And then taurine is a protein that helps with um, basically helping to support detoxify the liver, detoxing the liver. Now, the other cool thing that I freaking love about B6 is when you are dealing with maybe some emotional upset, um, depression, anxiety, things like that. B6 is a cofactor for making serotonin and melatonin. Um, you have to eat enough protein in order to really see the benefits of that. But I really, really love B6 <laughs> for a lot of different reasons. Um, so I wanted to share that information with you guys. You guys can, again, head over to the show notes, check it out, head over to full script. You guys get a really good discount on supplements if you are wanting to go that route. Um, or if you're wanting to take another step and work with us, you can download our ebook or schedule a call with me and we can talk, we can talk about what steps, um, we can take to potentially work together, what that would look like, what are, what is the best package for you, all of that. All right, you guys, thank you so much for being here and I will see you on the next. <laughs>